You're listening to the Get Out and Drive podcast with John Custom Car Nerd Meyer and Jason Old Car Guy Car. We'll be bringing you gearheads everything you never wanted to know about cars and why they should be on the road and not in your garage. Are you ready to get out and drive? Hey, John, remember when we were kids, they had that little device that you pulled a cord on, it landed on a farm animal and made like a moo or a cluck? Oh, the CNC. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if they had something like that for cars? Dude, I think they do. It's, no got, way. Got, no, no, seriously, I got one right here. That sounds like a Viper. It is a Viper. You want to know what a Mustang sounds like? And no screams. No, no screams. You can't hear the crowd at all. Where would you get a book like that? This is this book that we have is called What Cars Say, written by Rachel Alfonso, uh, presented by Exotic Car Hacks. You can go to our website, getoutanddrive.com, and pick up a copy of your own. I'm going to head right over there right now. I think that's a fantastic idea. This is a great gift for kids or even adult children like myself. <laughs> this is fantastic. Teaches kids about cars. Um, has uh, uh, a really good story, and it tells about all the cars. And again, my favorite thing, this one here. Ooh, definitely Rolls Royce. It is a Rolls Royce because you step on the throttle pedal, and it costs you money every time. This is fantastic. I think it's time to update my Christmas list. Definitely. Go to getoutanddrive.com. Get your copy of What Cars Say. The Get Out and Drive podcast is proud to partner with the RPM Foundation and the Relista app for National Get Out and Drive Day. When you participate in National Get Out and Drive Day, you'll be able to download and use the Relista app to plan your route for Drive Day 2022. The Relista app allows you to plan your drive, share it with anyone, and make an event so your friends can get together and get out and drive. Visit getoutanddrive.com and click on the National Get Out and Drive Day tab for links and more info. When you plan your drive in the Relista app, be sure to add Drive Day 2022 in the title so everyone participating in National Get Out and Drive Day can enjoy your drive. Well, folks, welcome back to another great episode of the Get Out and Drive podcast. My name is Jason, old car guy car. And I am John, custom car nerd Meyer. Tonight, we're pretty excited to have this duo with us. And uh, I can't wait to get into the interview. So I'm not going to lead in with a great big story. I just want to introduce Kenzie Wilson and Olivia Gadjo. Girls, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing in school, and then we'll get into the racing part of it. Okay. Um, I am a motorsport management student at Belmont Abbey College in Belmont, North Carolina. I am graduating this December with a major in motorsport management and a minor in digital sport media. Awesome. How about you, Olivia? I go to Alfred State College in New York. I just graduated last year with a motorsports technology degree which is the more hands-on aspect of Kinsey's. And then this year, I'm just doing one more year for another associate for motorcycle and power sports. And I graduate in May. Wow. Congratulations. That, that's going to be a big, bold print on your resume. <laughs> Hope so. 
Yeah, that's going to be super cool. You have you guys. I know you're still uh, in school and things. Do you have your eyes set on somewhere or headhunters looking for you? Or are you speaking with anybody yet? If you can say. A couple people reach out, but I am actually planning on moving to Florida and getting my pilot's license. <laughs> so I can't really work with any shops yet. My goal is to work in Europe with either a Formula One team or a car manufacturer. Um, and I'm looking at master's programs in Europe. Wow. So we'll see. <laughs> that sounds cool. That does sound cool. I, I wish that uh, these programs were available when I was younger, but of course I'm in Canada, so we don't have a lot of the motorsports that you guys have in the States or like they do over in Europe. Um, I, I want to, I, I kind of want to jump in kind of, you know, head first into X cup. Can you guys tell our listeners, and maybe we'll start with you, Olivia, uh, what is X cup? What, what, what is it that you're doing over there? The X Cup is actually a part of the Great Race, which is this big race that's about a week and a half every summer. It's usually around like 2,000 miles long. This year it was from Rhode Island to North Dakota. So the X Cup is the student division of that. So it's student navigators. They just have to be in some form of college under 21. And then anyone above 21 is the drivers. So that's the parameters of that. And that obviously you're... You're set right in there. So, Kenzie, tell me, how is, how is it that you got involved in XCOP? So, I've actually known Nick Ellis, the executive director of the RPM Foundation, over email for years. He's got great connections. He's been very helpful with a lot of aspects of getting me to where I am today. Um, and he just reached out to me one day and he's like, hey, I'm putting a female race team together. Are you interested? And I was like, um, yes. Where do I sign up? <laughs> So then I didn't even really know what I was signing up for, but I actually met Nick in person for the first time in Rhode Island when I landed for the great race. Was this obviously your first time doing this ever? Oh yeah. It was yeah. very <laughs> overwhelming at first. There's a lot of aspects of the race within the route and the directions, the navigations and trying to stay in the rules of everything. Um, so yeah, the, the first few days were definitely overwhelming and a little stressful trying to figure out what we're supposed to be doing and how we're supposed to be doing it. But once we got the hang of it, we, we were good. We were set. <laughs> what, what was the hardest thing you had to learn to, to overcome? Because for me, it would be the timing. I think the hardest thing was probably if we were like off time, like say we missed a sign when we were supposed to slow down and we had to figure out how to make up that time. We did not know what we were doing until one of our teammates, Mallory Henderson, showed up and actually explained the proper way to do it. Yeah, we finally got the hang of that about the last two days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. From what I'm understanding, Kenzie and Olivia, you guys don't even or didn't even really know each other prior to becoming a part of this team. Uh, Kenzie, tell me how you guys kind of met and what the... Uh, you know, the kind of the first time meeting each other and building that relationship to go and do this race together was like. So, yeah, none of us had met. We didn't even know. I mean, we knew each other's names from emails about, hey, we're going to jump on this Zoom link for somewhat training. Um, and so we saw each other's faces on Zoom and we kind of got to know who each other was there, but none of us met. We didn't even see the car until we got to Rhode Island. I mean, even half of us were there because 
Sabre Cook had flight issues and Mallory Henderson wasn't going to be able to get there until later. So all of it was really <laughs> a whirlwind. So we all kind of met at different stages. So at first it was me, Nick, Olivia, and Mercedes Lilienthal. So we kind of had our group and none of us knew what we were doing. And we were like, all right, we're going to go to this rookie meeting and we're going to figure it out as best as we can. And then Sabra met us a few days later. And by then we were all kind of comfortable with each other. So then Sabra just meshed her way in and then Mallory came and I mean there was never any awkwardness or anything it was all very comfortable no one would have guessed that we had never known each other before this knowing that you haven't met before in person how did you train how explain to us how you trained over zoom how do you drive a car for our listeners this sounds the craziest thing in the world i can't believe i'm asking it how do you drive a car learn how to time and watch for turns on zoom um a lot of it was mallory just explaining because i think the main thing was for the navigators to figure out what we were doing which even when we had like probably five zoom calls of mallory explaining everything I really had no idea what was going on until I actually got into it on the trophy run. And then even then, Kinsey was helping me from the back and I was like, help, I do not know how to do this. I don't think either of us really figured out until probably day four, whenever Mallory actually could explain it in person. Yeah, it was, it was a challenge. You guys are actually driving maps or road courses like in an online setting. Is that what it is? Instructions are just like um, different lines of it tells you what sign to look for, what to do at that sign. And so like you don't know what road you're going to be on or anything. It just tells you what to do at what sign or where to turn. So we did no driving. We were just sitting in the passenger seat. Wow. (laughs) And they had symbols like of what time it's supposed to be when you're at that sign or just different directions at the signs were some symbols and we would see them and be like, what? Like not everything was written out. So then we had to learn what the symbols meant and the writing, because even the writing wasn't all that clear sometimes. And then they're like, Oh yeah. Whenever you get the instructions, you might have emergency instructions, which just means that they messed up the original instructions and you have to change them to this. And we were like, Oh, okay. Kerb Clark is a really good friend of mine, and he said sometimes they have to change the route because of road construction or just unforeseen craziness. That has to be just bonkers to get a route and say, we're supposed to go this way. Oh, wait, we're supposed to go this other way, and you didn't even understand the first way. Yeah, we had a lot of, (laughs) whenever we detoured ourselves, it was kind of easier to figure it out rather than when they detoured us because we knew like what signs to look for, whereas their detours were signs on the road saying, just keep going straight, just keep going straight. And we're like, well, for how much longer do we keep going straight? So yeah, there was, it was, we got a great learning experience throughout the whole thing. <laughs> so speaking of learning experiences, so sometimes you, the, where you learn the most is the physical hands-on while you're on the road, while you're in the race. Did you have any problems? Like, like, was there car issues or was there, uh, besides, you know, detours or non-detours? Like, was there issues that you guys had that uh, created a little bit of havoc or some team building, as your, you know, friends may call it? We, in the beginning, there were quite a few issues. 
The first night, Nick actually stayed up and replaced the fuel filter and fuel pump because it the it was chugging. And then the next morning, we had to adjust the carburetor, and it still wasn't running quite right. But we made it through the day anyway. I think it was probably the first four days the car wasn't running quite right, and then it wasn't until the fourth day that we actually broke down. Tell our listeners, what were you driving? How did you repair it? What did you guys do? What was wrong? Um, We were driving a 1966 Mustang from the LeMay Museum in Washington State. What was wrong? (laughs) So Nick replaced the fuel pump. We were adjusting the carburetor a lot. We had to stay up one night, completely rebuild the carburetor. And that still didn't fix the issue. So then we had to replace the electrical fuel, or we had to put in electrical fuel pump because the fuel pump that we had put in wasn't working correctly. Replace the spark plugs. What else, Olivia? I think that's about it. But the main thing was because Nick actually replaced the mechanical fuel pump, but since it was new, the spring in the mechanical one was actually like too strong. So it was grinding the lobe off of the camshaft. So that got a bunch of metal bits in there. So then um, the mechanic from the Great Race actually recommended an electric fuel pump, which pretty much solved all of our issues. Was it a V8 or a six-cylinder? I believe it was a V8, right? V8. Probably had uh, fuel boiling issues and was having vapor lock. Yeah. If you have a car with a mechanical fuel pump, uh, to have an electric fuel pump, and if you're experiencing vapor lock, click on the electric fuel pump, and it literally blows fuel into the carburetor and you can go and then turn off the electric fuel pump and then continue on with mechanical. Uh, I've got several people that I know that use that as a backup on their car so that you can put that in your brain for next time. It works every time. We'll keep that for next year. (laughs) There you go. Look, I know everyone wants to get out and drive, but it's been difficult with the price of gas lately. But get out and drive doesn't have to mean physically driving your ride. Get out and drive means sharing your auto repair skills with the next generation. Hashtag what drives youth? Get out and drive means watching a classic road trip movie or something with a cool chase scene. Get out and drive means hosting a car show or a cruise. Get out and drive means working on that project car to get it ready to get out and drive. Get out and drive means get those toy cars, hot wheels, remote control cars and die casts and burn up the pavement. Get Out and Drive means supporting organizations that help keep the automotive industry and hobby alive. What does Get Out and Drive mean to you? Let us know by leaving a message on our listener hotline. Just go to getoutanddrive.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the listener hotline button. John, it's great to have some awesome Drive Day ambassadors joining our team all the way up and down the East Coast. You know, we're heading inland. We're trying to make our way west. So if your name is not on this list and you want to be a Drive Day ambassador and you're out there somewhere in the Midwest or the Rockies or on the coast, let us know because we want to get some stickers and some stuff out to you to help us get the word out of National Get Out and Drive Day. So as you guys are rolling down the road, you're having these mechanical issues, you're having to stop, uh, you know, at night when you're supposed to be resting and sleeping, uh, you know, you're, you're rebuilding carburetors and stuff like that. So uh, do you guys carry around a backpack full of parts or is there somebody that helps supply certain things for you as you're on the road? We had a few parts in the trunk of the car and some tools back there too. 
but Nick was in the support vehicle. So if we ever needed something special, he would usually just go out to a shop and buy it. But the support vehicle wasn't actually allowed to help us on route. So they would get a different set of instructions that took them straight to the dinner stop. And that's where we would get what we needed. So if anything happened in between and you weren't able to whatever, you were on your own to figure out the the, the solution to the problem. Yep. yep. And then they had a sweep truck come in and tow everyone that couldn't figure it out. Did you ride on the sweep truck? <laughs> we did. Yeah. Just once? Just once. No, just once. Oh, there yep. you go. <laughs> you feel that helped your team building by having uh, problems and then having to fix it on the fly? I think I so. I think so. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Because we all like came together and even the night that Nick put in the electrical fuel pump, he gave us all the option to go rest because the night before we had stayed up super late rebuilding a carburetor. And he was like, y'all need sleep. Like y'all don't have to stay out here and help. Y'all can go get some sleep. And we all were out there helping until the car was running and okay. <laughs> You put forth a huge effort to make sure that you're not sleeping until it was working. Oh, yeah. We were all very dedicated and determined to finish that race. So my question for each of you, and I'll maybe we'll start with you, Kenzie. Uh, what is your background? I mean, you girls are young. So where's your background in the mechanical side of working on a 60-whatever-it-was Mustang? Like, uh, did you did you learn some stuff from you know, mom or dad, did you have a, did you go to school? Did you learn it on your own? Like where, where does that background come from? Again, Kenzie, we'll start with you. Um, my dad has always been into cars and he wanted a boy and he got me. So I was into cars. <laughs> um, I bought my first car when I was 13, started racing it. And me and my dad would do most mechanical things on it until it was too much like when I broke my transmission the first time I ran with nitrous on a drag strip so yeah I had a little bit of mechanical background but nothing like crazy no carburetor rebuilding so um the RPM foundation is really good about their I mean their whole mission is to get the younger generation involved in restoration and preservation so Nick did not touch a single part on that carburetor, but he walked me and Olivia and the rest of the team through every step of it. And it was, it was really cool to learn in that way. And like by us actually doing it. And Olivia, how about your background? Where did, where did you learn your skills? I did not know anything about cars until I came to Alfred for motorsports in 2020. Like I barely even knew how to check my oil. And through the past two years, I've learned how to do practically everything mechanical on a car. I did learn about electrical. I still hate it. But, and I also didn't know anything about carburetors because in motorsports, they apparently just don't care about carburetors anymore. <laughs> so I was really cool to get to learn how to rebuild one when we broke down. <laughs> well, it's definitely team building. It's experience. Um, I'm sure you guys had a ton of fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what would you say to any, uh, anybody out there, some youth that are coming up, uh, thinking about, uh, you know, taking on this type of an opportunity, is it something you would certainly encourage and why Olivia tell why don't you go first? I would absolutely say do it. I was pretty nervous about going on the great race because I obviously didn't know anybody, 
I had never met them in person, but I would consider Kinsey and pretty much everyone else on the team pretty close friends at this point. And I met some other people on other teams who are really cool too. So I'm like very not outgoing. So I think it's pretty cool that I actually made those connections. Did you guys get to meet Jeff Stum? Yeah, we did. He's pretty cool. Oh yeah. Everyone at the great race is awesome. <laughs> there was not, I mean, there was no one that we were like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. We, we interviewed Jeff uh, actually from the vehicle. One of the, one of the cars that he ran on the great race, he sat in the car and talked to us. So that was uh that was pretty neat to see. That was a great background for him actually being in his car. That was pretty cool. That's awesome. Would you guys do this again? I mean, is this something that you say, no, never again. This is, this is silly. I'm never doing this again. Get this away from me. Or are you ready for next year? I'm a hundred percent ready. Yeah. <laughs> really? I'm really excited. If you guys ran next year, have they talked about a team or what car you would run or are you guys starting to get together ideas of who's doing what for next year? I mean, Nick invited the both of us back while we were still on route <laughs> this past mm-hmm. summer. And he was like, like, I want you on my team for next year. Um, I don't really know if there's a set team yet. Um, I think that next year we'll be drivers instead of navigators. So that'll be a new learning experience. Um, as far as the car, I have no idea. We haven't heard anything. Uh, I hope to be more part of it because I know uh, coming up through this winter and, and everything, I've been on with uh, Nick Ellis and Herb Clark and some other folks. Uh, I'm a volunteer uh, on the committee for X Cup. So um, awesome. maybe we'll run into each other throughout the uh, uh, X Cup and uh, the great race next year. That'd be fantastic. That would be cool. <laughs> Oh, there's the route. Paul's giving me the route, like real time. He's giving me the route for the 2023 Great Race. Shows here we are running from St. Augustine, Florida, and we'll head up through Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas, the southwestern corner of Missouri, uh, through Kansas, and end up in Colorado Springs, Colorado. That'll be June 24th through July 2nd, 2023. So all of our listeners uh, that want to stop uh, and check out the great race if it happens to run through your area. Greatrace.com forward slash route. And check that out. That is going to be super cool. And that looks like a nice, clean, uh, clean route. I can't wait to be part of that. And we'll make sure to leave that link. Sorry. We'll make sure to leave that link in the uh, comments down below of the podcast. So you guys can check that out. I know in most schools, uh, Olivia uh, and Kinsey, they, they don't have like direct connections to the great race. And they talk about uh, STEM and they talk about, uh, you know, core learning and everything, the great race and automotive repair and automotive racing and everything has everything to do with STEM. And, and it's amazing what, what classes or what, who, who did and what, who, what classes led you to, uh, to where you guys are today? Um, my last two years of high school, I actually went to BOCES for heavy equipment. So that got me into the more like hands-on stuff. Mm-hmm. And I didn't take any classes for cars or anything. I just knew that I liked cars. So when I actually came to Alfred State to look at the heavy equipment major, I just happened to drive past the motorsports building and stop and talk to the teacher for like two hours. And I was like, okay, I want to do this instead. 
my program is a business motorsport program. So we take all the business classes related to motorsports. So that's very specialized. And I believe we're only one of two in the country that offers a motorsport management program. So it really covers every aspect of business so that we can kind of decide where in what department we want to go into once we get into the work world. In your different directions that you're obviously somewhat polar opposites, uh, have you found any avenues that were hard or easy being female, wanting to go in the directions you're headed? I think that there's definitely pros and cons. Um, Con, obviously, being a lot of the guys in my class don't think that I can really do a lot of the hands-on stuff like I'll be working on a rusty bolt and they're like let me just do that for you and I'm like please don't (laughs) but then they're also some of them are like do you want help with this I'd be happy to like in a nice way because I don't know what I'm doing (laughs) um yeah kind of the same but in a different way um being pretty much the only girl in all of my classes and with all the guys they're very confident in themselves and their futures I guess so it's cool like we did um our program put together a lemons team our program club put together a lemons team last or I guess two Decembers ago and I pretty much did all the not all the work but I got all the sponsorship money and they were talking everything up like oh we're gonna do this we're gonna do that we're gonna do this and I was like Oh, but I'm making all this happen, so you're welcome. I I know someone that's like that. Her name is Joanne. <laughs> Careful. Yeah. She'll oh. drop something on your head. Oh, she's going <laughs> to drop something on my head. That is for sure. We're, we're out front and we're running the freight train, except Joanne's working the levers behind the curtain. She does a great <laughs> job. And that's exactly what you'll do, uh, Kinsey, you know, in, in the direction you're headed with motorsports management and sponsorship i i do want to take a moment ladies just to to commend you for for moving forward and pursuing the careers in the direction that you're both heading because um as we mentioned you know we hate to say this but it's it does tend to be a male dominated uh, career path and for young women like yourselves a to simply take the interest uh, is a step forward, uh, but B to act upon that interest and put yourself in a position to learn a career, to get in the business, to do what you feel, uh, is what you want to do for the rest of your life. I think both of you are on a great career path to be able to, you know, uh, you know, grab a hold of those reins and just keep, keep on trucking. And it's hard because of the limits that society tends to put uh, on females in that uh, business. But I think both of you, from what we're listening to here today, uh, are proving to everybody that's going to listen that you've got what it takes to to move forward and to conquer uh, everything uh, that you guys are putting your mind to. So congratulations on that. I wanted to make sure we had that opportunity to say that. I do want to uh, touch a little bit again on the relationship between the X-Cup and the RPM Foundation and how you guys feel the RPM Foundation is helping you guys move forward. Olivia, let's start with you. I think that the RPM Foundation just so far, at least through Nick, 
He's given me a lot of good connections. And I actually just had an interview with a magazine a few weeks ago talking about my experience as well. I don't even know where to begin. Like I said, I've been, I've known Nick for years and he's helped me with connections, setting up my resume, cover letters, like simple things like that. And when he texted me about the great race, I really wanted to turn it into an internship because I knew it'd be a great learning opportunity for me but my school is like "Mm, that's a race you've done racing you need to do something that you haven't done before so I was like oh crap so then Nick was super accommodating he's like yeah like we have so many places that you can come and help so I'm actually still an intern with the RPM foundation making it work through class schedule cheer schedule all of it because they I've gotten so much learning experience to take with me when I do look for a job after college. And I mean, they just continue to help me in pretty much everything. Either of you, well, hopefully both of you, are you getting others involved uh, with X-Cup? Are you explaining it to other people, other other uh, men, women, um, and explaining that, your experiences, and trying to get others, either younger than you or other people, involved in X-Cup? Yeah, the, the, the great race is a complicated experience to explain to someone in a short time before they get like super confused and they're just like, yeah, okay. But I try my best to explain it to my friends and my parents because, I mean, like I said, I didn't even know what I was signing up for. So then each day along the route, I was like, well, this is what we did today and this is what I think we're doing. And I don't even know if we're doing any of this right, but we're having fun. And, but yeah, I, I definitely tried to get more people involved and through the, through my RPM internship, they actually asked me to do a blog post to put on their website about the experience. And so I did it day by day because there was just too much to put in one post overall. So that, I think that also helped with you know, the young generation going to their website and seeing that and being curious and then hearing my story, I hope that helps also explain it a little better. (laughs) Everybody that I've talked to since I went on the trip, I pretty much somehow made it a part of the conversation just because it was so much fun. And throughout the trip, there were a few articles done that I would send to my friend's group chat to my like cousins and aunt and stuff. And my, my, Alfred State actually does their own X-Cup team every year, usually, except for last year, because um, they were supposed to have their engine rebuilt for the truck that they use, but it didn't get done in time. So one of my really good friends from motorsports class is here again this year, and I'm trying to get him to be on that X-Cup team. You know, Jason, we sure get to talk a lot. Yes, and some of us more than others. Oh, me? I'm not pointing any fingers. Yes, you are. But we want to hear from our listeners. Just go to our website, getoutanddrive.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the listener hotline button. We want to hear from you. Hey, that was a great interview with Pole Barn Garage, period. Can't wait to meet him and many others at the No Name Nationals. We'll be taking the Krusty Chrysler down there because we have our 500 subscribers on our channel here at RC Industry. But anyway, it was a great interview with Dalton. Can't wait. This is Fred Ashmore. I'm currently running the Transcon Medivac ambulance from the Cannonball Movie, New York.
York to Los Angeles. Be sure to listen to the Get Out Drive podcast to learn more about my cannonball run history. That's really cool. We're we're uh, we're so excited to partner with RPM uh, Foundation for our National Get Out and Drive Day, which is coming up on October the second. And what we want to do is we want to encourage people to get out and drive, no matter what you're driving. And uh, you know we have a little promotion going on where you can go over to our website, National Get Out and Drive Day, sign up for a sticker, and if you post your pictures on Instagram, make sure you hashtag National Get Out and Drive Day and Hashtag get out and drive. Ladies, what is it that you're going to be driving on National Get Out and Drive Day? Do you have your own vehicles? Is it something you're going to go cruising in? Kenzie? Um, so my race car is actually at home because there are no, I'm not going to bring it out to the college parking lot. <laughs> so <laughs> I've got a Ford F-150 straight pipe. So I will be driving it. <laughs> and Olivia, what are you driving on drive day? I'll probably be on one of my motorcycles. I have my favorite's a Ducati Scrambler that I usually take out just to drive for no reason. <laughs> Sounds like fun to me. Cooler than mine. <laughs> <laughs> what engines in your uh, in your F one fifty, Kinsey? Um, it's a five zero. Well, there you go. That yeah, she's she's loud. It'll <laughs> get with it. Right, pipe oh, yeah. five zero. She's going to be loud. Yes, it is. right. I had to ask. I, did, I didn't know if it was a. I didn't know if it was a diesel. No, no. <laughs> well, that's cool. Well, thank you guys very much for kind of meandering around and 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 going on this road trip with us and uh, finding out about the X Cup and and finding out about uh, your experience with the Great Race. It's been incredible Absolutely. talking to you guys, man. It was awesome. Thank you for having us. Yeah. So girls, why don't you take a minute and share out your Instagram handle so people can follow along your pictures that you've been sharing about your experience uh, with X-Cup. Uh, go ahead, Kenzie, why don't we start with you first? So my racing account is Kinsey Wilson Racing, and that is K-I-N-Z-I-E Wilson Racing. All one word. There you go. And how about you, Olivia? I pretty much only did stories for that, but mine's just Olivia Gadge. It's my name without the O's. No spaces, all lowercase. And once again, we'll make sure that we have that information down in the description of this podcast. Uh, girls, again, thank you so much for being a part of the Get Up and Drive podcast tonight. We really had a great experience and, and a lot of fun talking about uh, what you guys are doing out there. So uh, thank you so much. Thank you all. Have a great night. Thank you. Speed over to our friends at RacingJunk.com and sign up for a Pro Club membership. Use the code GETOUT to receive a discount when you sign up for a Pro Club membership. Cruise on over to our website, GetOutAndDrive.com, for all the info you never wanted to know about our podcast. Hit us up on our listener hotline, be the first to know what's happening, get industry news, and grab your Get Out and Drive merch. Connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Follow us on Twitter at Get Out and Drive Pod. What, what drives, drives you? you?